0: Rosie, let's talk uh, the Minnesota series, disappointing with those first two games, but Gavin Williams came back in game number three, and this is a rookie, and you and I have talked about these three in general, but this is a big, strong kid that looked terrific on Wednesday afternoon. I thought maybe you could talk about what you've seen in the maturation of Gavin Williams. Uh, Yeah, I mean,
1: uh, Wednesday was a big day for him because he was coming off of that start where he had to leave with a knee issue after just one inning. So it had been um, nine days between starts for him. And and you wondered, you know, would he be sharp? How would he be doing? And he came out firing, I mean, fitting velocity with his fastball at 98 miles an hour. And it looked easy. So that was really, really encouraging. And, you know, Ray, I thought the other thing, too, that... um, you know, some of these guys are so regimented, um, they, they have their routines and, and if you throw a, a wrench in that, they can really get off kilter a little bit. And, and he had an hour and 15 minute rain delay to deal with, but he came back out after the rain delay and gave the guardians two more innings. And that was huge because the bullpen was thin and they, they just needed him to get a little bit deeper into the game. And he was fine. And that's and a credit to him, um, and And what the the coaches had him doing during the rain delay to kind of simulate if you know as if it, he were pitching innings um obviously not that intensity, but they were keeping him loose on a regular up and down basis like you would if he were in the game, so that was really impressive to me and and just a, a good all-around start point.
0: Rosie, you have the opportunity to talk from time to time with Mike Chernoff and Chris Antonetti, and so you're much closer to the situation, but in watching Gavin with the rubber ducks and moving up through Big Strong, do they view him sometime, if everything goes the way they hope it would, do they view him as a as a top-of-the-tier starting pitcher in this rotation? Absolutely, and and I think it's,
1: you know, you start with stuff, and when you throw 98, with good breaking stuff, his slider and curve are sharp? Um, there, yes. I mean, the short answer is yes to your question. And so the key will be um, durability. You know, a topper of the rotation starter has to be durable and give you, I don't know if 200 innings is the benchmark anymore because things are a little bit different. But, you know, you've got to go out there and make your start on a regular basis and, and give a team 30 to 32 starts if you can. And, and so that remains to be seen, but certainly the stuff is there and the competitiveness is there. Um, so they're really excited about him and Tanner by the uh, same thing, you know, that the stuff is there and the competitiveness is there for both. And that's a great place to start.
0: Bases and Balls, Guardians broadcaster Jim Rosenhouse with us. And speaking of pitching, Rose, I haven't talked to you since the team put the chips in the center of the table, right? Lopez, Moore, and Giolito with those waiver claims last week. I like the aggressiveness of the organization in doing it. And maybe you can reflect a little bit. I don't know if it caught you off guard, but boy, my eyes got wide open when I saw the Guardians do that. It absolutely got me on guard too, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, look,
1: things changed last week in Minneapolis because they won two in a row to get the lead down to five. And there were still, you know, closer to 30 games left than 20. So it really, I think Chris's main point and, and Mike too, they um, get, they got the okay from ownership because there is a cost involved money wise. But from, I think, Chris and Turney's standpoint, they, re, they were, would have been reluctant to give up players, whether those are prospects or someone else. Um, you know, they had to, had to give up prospects, I think they would have been a little less likely to do it. But in this situation, because there are waiver claims, there's no players going the other way. So they felt fine. And um, has it worked out the way they wanted with Giolito? Of course not. But he'll get another shot at it this weekend here in Anaheim. And... Um, you know, the the two relievers have been, I think, exactly what they expected, a nice boost to the bullpen, so, um, yeah, why not take a shot? Because, look, mathematically, they're still in it, but realistically, no. But until you're mathematically eliminated, why not give it a shot? Because crazy things have happened in the game of baseball throughout history and and. Who knows if this year's American League Central is part of that history? You know, most likely not, but you never know. And so, why not give it a shot and, and see what can happen?
0: Rosie, my final question is today, about six weeks ago, you and I talked about the shortstop additions, auditions, I should say, heading down the stretch drive of this season. Uh, Arias has performed, at least to my eyes, decently, some pop in the bat. But talk about him and others looking to be the next shortstop for this team.
1: Well, right now it's him, right? Um, Rocchio's been sent back to the minor leagues, and, and he'll get a long look in spring training, I'm sure, and who knows, he might be back up here before the end of the season. But, um, you know, I think they view Tyler Freeman much more as someone who can move around a little bit. They wanted to see if they just put Arias out there every day, if he would make progress, and he surely has. Um, he's been hitting over 300 for a couple of weeks now with some power, And he plays the heck out of shortstop. So um, I think they like what they have. They're still not 100% on it, but he would be the the leader in the clubhouse, so to speak, Um, You know, heading into, I think, next year's spring training, unless something drastically changes here over the next couple of weeks.
0: Okay, at the Angels all weekend long, and then in San Francisco against the Giants, huh? Yeah, West Coast swing. um, Kind of unusual this time of year to see that, but I, I think we'll probably see that
1: a little more often with the new schedule that's a lot more balanced so uh, this is their last west coast trip of the, the season the angels um, some serious study work being done because they have had some roster moves Woo, more than <laughs> more than most and um, it'll be interesting too because the giants are right in the thick of a playoff spot so um, those will be huge games for san francisco and we'll see you know where the guardians are when they get home if, if there's still a flicker of hope, or if it's all done, so we'll see. But uh, it's a West Coast trip; it's always a challenge.
0: Great conversation, Rosie. Always appreciate it. Look for the look forward to the calls the entire weekend with us. Thanks, my friend. You got it, Ray. Thank you.